CG, what are we doing? We are recording an ad for Nerd Critics Premium Membership. What's that? <laughs> so, you know, you know what it is. You know what we're doing. <laughs> You're gonna make me say it. Well, I don't know what you said. I, I know what <laughs> I know what Nerd Critic is. I know what Himalaya is. I, I don't know what uh, I don't. What are you? We are recording an ad for Nerd Critic to the Max. That's right. <laughs> That's what this is. So so if you go to Himalaya.com slash nerdcritic, you'll see a button that talks about becoming a premium member. It says nothing about to the max, but that's fine. <laughs> One it day. Is, it, <laughs> it is a premium membership for Nerd Critic. You get like four things. <laughs> I think it might be five, but, is it but five? we'll see. Right. We'll see. All right. You get the episodes two days early. You get bonus episodes. You get to be a part of our live shows, various live shows that we do, and a bunch of giveaways. Uh, and that's the four I know of. Is there a fifth? Well, the fifth thing technically actually is uh, is that uh, you never have to listen to these kinds of ads. Oh, yeah. It's all, they're all ad-free. That's right. Ad-free episodes, yeah. including the bonus episodes, which sometimes have nothing to do with movies. A lot of the times have nothing Usually to do with have nothing to do with movies. There's stuff like uh, Jordan's love for Legos. That's right. There's stuff like Jordan's hate for bicycle helmets. Oh, man. <laughs> and everything in between. I don't know if this is a good pitch. <laughs> Let's walk that back real quick. Uh, how much does it cost? If for, in my opinion, it costs a couple of dollars. No, no, no. A few. I don't remember which one. I forgot what stance I took, but it's $2.99. It's $2.99. It's and 299. There's been, there have been some arguments about whether $2.99 constitutes a couple or a, or few. a few. I guess it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a fupple. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fupple. It's a fupple of dollars. <laughs> For just a fupple of dollars each month, you're going to be a part of Nerd Critic to the max. And think about it this way. Do you really want a fupple of dollars? Are you going to miss your, a fupple of dollars? Are you, the question. Do you want to hold on to, in your hands, a fupple of dollars? I think you want to get rid of that. Yeah. I think you need to get rid of that. It doesn't sound great. I don't want to hold on to a fupple of dollars. I don't want a fupple of anything, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Well, I, do, do you think we were really I, convincing? Not at all. Oh. But, you know, that's kind of what we do. We're just, <laughs> we're there, and hopefully people enjoy it. So Listen, if you I, want to enjoy a little bit more, go check out Himalaya.com slash nerdcritic. Well, I don't love the... The lack of confidence? I don't love the lack of confidence, <laughs> but... Listen, we said for a fupple of dollars. <laughs> all right, just just cut. Just, it's fine. <laughs> Welcome to Nerd Critic, a deep dive into movies from the dual perspective of critical nerdiness. I am your resident nerd, CJ. And I am your studied and credentialed critic, Jordan. Yay. <laughs> Hi, Jordan. <laughs> you. I feel like we don't have anything. You seem so hesitant. Well, I just, I feel like I was, I got so jazzed up about our 100th episode. Now, this is number 101. And it's not like we're starting over. No, we're starting into our next hundred episodes. <laughs> it's the very it's like, beginning. It's like 2001 is the beginning of the new millennium. You yeah, know? but wasn't 2001 not as cool as the year 2000? In the year 2000. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. I think I just made <laughs> that up. It should be. Anyway, I was, I, and I'm, I'm really, really happy with our 100th episode. Uh, if you haven't listen to it. It is so good. It's a good episode. Oh my gosh. Uh, and uh, we we were just talking about how we started this podcast with uh, Avengers Infinity War. Just nerding out. And we nerded out all so over the hard. Place. And then we... It took uh, days to clean up. And then... <laughs> Gross. And then we uh, and then we uh, had our hundredth episode on Joker, which was a very critical review of it. So we went from nerd to critic in one hundred episodes, which <laughs> it's it's it sounds like a pretty good tagline. It is. I mean? It's totally untrue. It's <laughs> because we were also critical of uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, and, and we've we been went critical of every and, movie. Yeah, since. we went up and down and all over the place yes. on in every episode. But but, uh, but, it, but it sounds good. right. It was a it was a, it, it was a cool it, complete it did circle. Seem like an interesting kind of circle. We also went from Marvel to DC in 100 episodes. That's true. 
And also, <laughs> I true. feel like DC has sort of at least partially found its way, you know? With, yeah, uh, yeah. You know? Um, I, at least a way. Yeah, I mean, the... the at least part of the way. <laughs> box office-wise, it's yeah. definitely found uh, its way. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, um, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith. Mr. William. No. Go, go for it. It's Willard. Willard. Uh, Willard. Carol. That's Carol. right. Carol. C-A-R-R-O-L-L. Double R. Carol. Willard Carol Smith. Junior. In fact. <laughs> uh, this, yeah. moments like that I wish that we ha- were a YouTube channel because I wish people could just like see that like just that the performance discovery yeah. that it's Junior but you like glance down Junior oh this is great uh, yeah his name's not William it's Willard uh, which I'm in I'm into it which I mean probably the two coolest African American people in Hollywood right now could well there's also Idris Elba but there's Will Smith and then there's Chadwick Boseman so it's Willard and Chadwick Those are the are first names of some of the most swagful people in Hollywood. Swagful. <laughs> we coin all, all kinds of good words yeah, on do. this podcast. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're here to talk about Will Smith. Yeah, um, at large, just, just in general, all of the Will Smith movies. Yeah. So just get a drink. Uh, the- go to the bathroom if you need to. It's going <laughs> to be a long. <laughs> Long Dude's been around. Episode. Uh, I will preface this conversation with uh, there. There are few people in in Hollywood that I would like to meet more than Will Smith. Uh, I've pro- as far as people that I've had creative respect for, uh, and it feels like personal respect for uh, in Hollywood, he probably has that title for the longest amount of time. Mm. Uh, yes, his movies in recent years haven't been incredible, but, uh, just what he stands for and what he tries to do, how much he loves his family, how much he supports his kids, all of that. I respect so much. He probably holds the title of the longest person in Hollywood with my respect. Well, for a good five to 10 years, he was quite literally the biggest star in the world. Yeah, Mr. July was his nickname Mr. for Mr. July, yeah. Nobody nobody uh, could could hold a candle to Will Smith. In fact, and this is, this is going to bridge uncomfortably into a, an area of the conversation that we're probably not going to get into because we're two white guys, but uh, talking about, like, racism in Hollywood, uh, Will Smith is an interesting person because... Um, People uh, who argue that there isn't racism, or, or I should say, uh, any studio executives who are like looking to uh, make an argument that that uh, that there are uh, you know black stars that that can pull an audience will point to Will Smith, and then the argument goes that Will Smith is so famous and so popular that he's basically a white guy, that mm-hmm. he's no longer considered by the general moving go movie going public as a black man. They don't see him that way anymore. They said that about uh, Will Smith and Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington yeah. um, so famous they're white is the sort of yeah. disparaging way to and, put it. And but, w- I think Will Smith has, has felt that in one of his songs uh, in the last album that he did, which was a while ago. Uh, he he talks about being called Uncle Tom, mm, uh, yeah. w- which basically means that you are a black person who acts white. I don't have... Uh, anything really intelligent or insightful to say about that, about any part of that conversation, other than that uh, Will Smith truly is one of the great like movie stars of all time. And his skin color doesn't seem to matter. Yeah. So I, um, I do believe that we are thankfully entering an era where uh, uh African-American and, uh, well, people of color and in general, like, non-white dudes can be stars of yeah. big blockbuster movies, which is awesome. But for a long time, that wasn't true for, like, anybody except for Will Smith and Denzel Washington. Yeah, I I, I think that there's a lot of uh, potentially negative and racist people that would <laughs> say that Will Smith and Denzel Washington are exceptions to the rule. But I think that they are the rule. I think that they are well, straight up proof that one that of the one happen. of the things that makes them so incredibly impressive is that they managed to become, yeah. especially Will Smith, managed to become literally the biggest star in the world yeah. and be a black guy in America. Yeah, which is that's I think it's I think it's even more impressive that he pulled off what he pulled off. Yeah, which 
I want to start with this. Okay. Because I want to start on the highest note with Will Smith. Um, you you kind of uh, mentioned a little, little earlier that his recent uh, repertoire of movies have not been quite as satisfying or impressive or happy. But uh, there was a time when he was the biggest star in the world, and um, then rightfully so. And before that time, uh, it was not an accident. So... So, this is the story I want to tell. Because I heard it when I was a little kid, and I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever heard. Yeah. And then I, and then for a long time, I thought, maybe that wasn't true. Maybe it was a rumor that I heard and I thought was cool. And so I looked it up, and it turns out it's true. So, here's the story. Story is, and you've probably heard this too, because it's widely... It was, I, dude, I had not heard it. Okay, well, yeah. here's the story. The story is that Will Smith and his agent, way back before Independence Day, before before he was a mega international superstar, he and his agent... Uh, or he, he went to his agent and said, I want to be the biggest star in the world. How do we do that? And so he said that uh, his agent said, okay, well, let's just figure out what that means. I'm reading a quote from an interview, an interview, by the way. And he went and got the top 10 movies of all time, the list of the top 10 box office successes, and looked at them, adjusted for inflation, uh, and views versus the dollar, and we looked at all the different variations, and what we found is at the center, there was always there were always special effects. So it was always special effects, and there were always creatures, and there was always a love story. So we started looking for movies that had special effects, creatures, and a love story. Um, and then he said, uh, he later said that... Uh, um, that he's obsessed with trying to put small character dramas in the, into the middle of big blockbuster packages. Ugh, so man. that was his... That was like his key. That was like his strategy. So they looked for projects, and if you go back and look at like, the, I mean, I think two of the biggest uh, movies, they kind of like the one-two punch of like Will Smith's like meteoric, like his, you know, he became the biggest, biggest star in the world was Independence Day and Men in Black, right? Yeah. Which we taught, we did an episode on Men in Black, and um, which I freaking love. It's like one of my favorite movies. And uh, and if you look at them, like that's exactly what they are. They're small character dramas packaged in giant blockbuster movies, and they have. Uh, creatures, special effects, and a love story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in uh, you had in 96, Independence Day, 97, Men in Black, 98, Enemy of the State. Oh, which was huge. Yeah. Um, and then 99, there's a bit of a misstep. Uh, Wild Wild West. Wild Wild which West. He, which he did instead of The Matrix. Uh, yeah, which is <laughs> which sucks so bad. It sucks so bad, but also now we have Keanu Reeves. That's true. So, That's true. Yeah. Uh, we, then, we would not have Keanu Reeves, the Keanu Reeves we have today if, yeah. if The Matrix yeah. hadn't happened. That's true. Uh, then 2000, The Legend of Bagger Vance. Mm-hmm. Uh, then 2001, he got nominated for an Oscar for Ollie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Men in Black 2. And then... Yeah, you got Bad Boys, iRobot, uh, Bad Boys 2, Hitch. I mean, The Pursuit of Happiness, I Am Legend, Hancock. I mean, the, the amount of movies that this guy has done uh, <laughs> that you have heard of. You yeah. know what I mean? That, that yeah. are that are significant Hancock movies. Hancock was a really interesting movie because Ugh. it was uh, – and I think the first half of Hancock is sublime. I think I, it is so good. Yeah. And the second half is a little weird, but I – Kind of would like kind of like to go back and watch it again. Anyway, I, only reason people showed up for that movie was because Will Smith yeah, was in it. Yeah, comic book movies were not as much of a thing back Freaking then. Freaking loved Hancock. It was my favorite movie for a long time. <laughs> it's pretty great because uh, it was Will Smith and it was a superhero movie. Anyway, uh, yeah, and I was seventeen when it came out. Uh, anyway, and you so, had premonitions for the next time he would be in a superhero movie, and yeah, it made you sad. Yeah. So you got so you you were savoring. You were yeah, savoring, savoring the Hancock it. experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I I'm just the fact that that Will Smith goes from uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, where uh, it's there's there's a, a lot of facts, a lot of uh, of story elements in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air that are from his personal life, like he was actually born and raised in West Philadelphia, uh, and he ha- wait West Philadelphia, born and raised, yeah, Sorry. Uh, and you know where he spent most of his days. <laughs> Play- <laughs> on the <a> playground. <laughs> uh, um, I, if I was if I was a cooler person, I would have been able to just keep going. Speak the entire intro song, but it's yeah. been too long. It's been too long. I'm sorry. I should I should have prepared. Oh, I feel so. I'm filled with regret. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, some of my favorite internet memes. There was of all a couple time. of guys. <laughs> They were up to no good. (laughs) I could absolutely do it. Gio, keep going. (laughs) Started making trouble in his neighborhood. 
he got in like one fight, and then his mom was like, "Oh no, he got scared." <laughs> Keep going. You cannot stop. You may not stop. Your I reaction will, is I so will great. not allow you to stop. Uh, okay. Um, sorry. Where was I? Mom got scared. Um, uh, oh, I lost. I lost it. Hold on. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. She said, "You're living. Um, you're you're." you're you're moving with your auntie and uncle. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 okay, moving, okay, moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Uh, I th- then he like whistled for a cab, and when it came near, <laughs> he saw fresh on the license plate, and there were a couple dice in the mirror. Uh, and he th- <laughs> and he thought that it's. Uh, I, I think he thought that this cab was rare. Um, uh, then he then he pulled up. Uh, to his to his new place in in uh, no oh, I've lost it I've oh, lost I it lost the thread ah uh dice in the mirror this cab was rare uh now if I forget it yo home to Bel Air <laughs> I pulled up uh, I've lost it it's fine uh man that was a good time though your reaction guys you need to know. You need to know when I started to keep going, Jordan, his arms were completely stretched out (laughs) and he was bouncing up and down in his chair in absolute excitement. I begged and I pleaded with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me oh, on my man, way. Oh that, man, that's the whole one. That's like in the she only the first episode. And she gave me my ticket. <laughs> I put my Walkman on and said, I might, might as, as well, well kick it. it. First class, you know, this is bad drinking orange, <laughs> orange juice out of a champagne glass. glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? like? Mm, this, this might, might be, be all right. right. <laughs> but wait, I hear they're prissy bourgeois. I can't believe that. we're still doing this. I'm sorry. Is. <laughs> Okay, all right, whatever. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's the full version. The license in, plate said fresh and there dice, dice in the mirror. mirror. If anything, I could say this, this cab was rare, but I then thought, I thought, ah, nah, forget, forget it. it. Your home's to Bel Air. I pulled up to my house at about 7 or 8 and yelled at the cab. Your home, smell, smell you later. later. I looked at my kingdom. I was, I was finally, finally there. there to sit on my throne as the Prince, prince. of Bel Air. Can we also just mention... Uh, uh, I'm sorry that we just put them through that. that. really was very torturous for everyone that wasn't us. Because there were they uh, they had it in their heads. Yeah. And they were like yelling Listen, at this their is, device. Uh, they were like, you're idiots! <laughs> um, it's hard to talk through it, It okay? is. It is hard to talk through it. Um, uh, so that show was so good. It was so good. It was so good. It was so funny and yeah. like sweet and like cool and like some real dramatic moments yeah. that were great. Like good earned drama and yeah. like no one was cooler than Will Smith. No one. No one. Nobody. There was even a, there was even a moment. So two things about that show. I know this is not a TV podcast, but still two things about that show. One, this is the a guy, Will Smith podcast. The guy who plays jazz was. Will Smith's actual friend, who is DJ Jazzy Jeff, amazing. So that they they were the duo that grew up, and he became the Fresh Prince and the rapper and all that. Second thing, they replaced Aunt Viv like partway through the. Uh, and if you go back and watch the episode where it's the new one, one hundred percent jazz addresses. That's a different person, and then looks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and pauses for a second, That's and then fantastic. it continues to That's go. So great, so, so good. Like, the show was way more self-aware than it had like any right to be. Yeah. Also, uh, I think that we can agree that Carlton was the funniest character <laughs> I think ever on TV. A dance move is immortalized. Yes, like it's oh, the Carlton. So funny, <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, yeah. anyway, so yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, so other things that are not relevant to this podcast. <laughs> Um, Will Smith was the uh, first rapper to ever win a Grammy for a oh, rap. Oh my gosh! For summertime, yep, first ever rap. That's Grammy. cool. Uh, wow, that is also a tribute to how big Will Smith was. Totally, that wasn't even that good yeah. as far as rap goes. <laughs> Will I think, Smith is a. Well, I think I'm gonna getting jiggy when it was better. I'm going to go on record saying Will Smith is a much, much better actor than he is a rapper. I forget. I I was I was so passionate about my love for Will Smith that oh, yeah, well, yeah. you and everybody else. I could I The could, only reason he had a rap career is because everyone was obsessed with him. No, yeah, no question. Name a song on his album called Switch and I could I could word for word every single one. And I'm not going to apologize for that, Jordan. <laughs> I'm not asking you to. Um, you know what's? I'm. It's occurring to me right now. I'm not sure we've had this hard of a nerd out for like a for like a long time. 
That's like, it's true. Always, it's always like fairly formulaic. Like, okay, yeah. well, now let's nerd it out. Well, I really enjoy this about this movie. Yeah, yeah, and now we're just like, ah! Oh, 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 He's the best! Let's awkwardly best. say all the lyrics to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air intro. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's true. I just, he's just so great. And I have seen every single feature film of his except for Ali, which I'm ashamed to say I haven't seen. I need to go see it because it's the one, the one movie, no, one of two movies he was nominated for an Oscar for. I also haven't seen Ali. I think there's a number of Will Smith movies that I haven't seen. I'm not like ashamed of that fact, but uh, it is true. Um, and I think that I've seen all the best ones except for maybe Ali, which I think I didn't end up seeing because I heard a lot of mixed things about it at the time or something. So I was just like not super uh, motivated to go see it uh, at the time. But I now, um, you know, I'm like, as I'm, as I'm talking right now, as we're talking about this, I'm like realizing I have like this deep craving for a good Will Smith movie that I haven't seen mm. because I haven't seen a, Good, good Will, Will Smith movie, movie in a while. like a good new Will Smith movie in a long time. Yeah. So maybe I could like fool myself into thinking it like came out this year and then just like relive my <laughs> days of like awesome Will Smith movies. <clears throat> anyway. So, so let's talk about uh, some of our highlights of his career. Okay. And then Independence and, Day. Uh, in Independence Men Day. Men in Black. Uh, in, I mean, Independence Day was one that like uh, he has a line in Independence Day that is – I think it's one of the more quoted lines on the internet and verbally ever. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> uh, which and then you punch the alien in the face. Like if you can, you have if, to. If you or, can embody, or you didn't finish the quote. I, it's true. If you if you can embody like a movie star and a movie star moment. Yep. That I mean, that's it. Yep. Because he, he just he just had this amazing chase scene. You know what in a I jet. You know what I love so much about him is that it's not as much as awesome as that one liner is. It's not the one liners that do it. Like the one liners are great, His but like are so good. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a one liner guy. Yeah. Like yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger without one liners, Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't have a career. <laughs> and um, Will Smith does great one liners. But then, like his monologues, like his also like, great. I mean, it's it's his it's him dragging the alien behind him, <laughs> talking about what how, is that smell, and then going back and kicking him, and then just like <laughs> and just like talking to himself about like how stupid this is, <laughs> and like it's so good, it's yeah. so good, and yeah. like all the it's 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 not that he delivers one thing really well, it's that he never doesn't deliver things. A per, like amazingly, yeah. It's like everything is delivered amazingly. It's never he's never off. Like there's never like something where you're like ah you know it's not really your strength, Will Smith. Like no, it's his strength. If he's yeah. doing it, it's his strength. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I completely agree. There's his one-liners are pretty legendary though. He has a couple really good ones. I was watching uh, Bad Boys Two, which I don't <laughs> recommend. Uh, but there was a line it's probably in there. better than Bad Boys One. Yeah, because it knows what it is a little more. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little more self-aware. I um, tried to watch Bad Boys 1 and couldn't. Yeah, Bad Boys 1, yeah, not not great. Anyway, uh, there's uh, there's a line in there where he's driving a car, fast car chase scene, and he almost, there's a car that's flipping, and he goes, he f- drives underneath the car that's flipping, uh, and it was a really close call, and he goes, woo, that one puckered my butthole. <laughs> and I was, by myself, sick, mind you, and I was in tears of laughter because he just, the way that he delivers every line, he knows exactly what it's supposed to be, and he does it perfectly. Yeah. We're going to skip Men in Black because we had a whole episode on that. Go listen to that episode. You it's should. Great. It's, a, it's a good episode. Uh, and we're going to skip or, Wild or Wild West because I think Will Smith would want us to. Um, <laughs> Out of respect for Will Smith, we're skipping Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Have you seen that The Legend The Legend so of Bagger Vance? Yeah, it's great. I love it's it. It's great. It's Very. Really if you're looking for like a, a, a different Will Smith, not blockbuster, huge, big thing, uh, yeah. it's, it's good. It's that was great. like his first attempt at like – more serious, quiet drama, and I think it's really successful. Yeah, yeah. I uh, alongside Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, iRobot. Yeah, you seen that one? I really love iRobot. I do too. Uh, it's I, been a long time since I've seen it, but I think it's a good movie. Yeah, I, I, I am. Uh, I've become aware of its weaknesses as I've Isn't grown Shia LaBeouf in older. That? Yeah, yes, yes. Um, and he's funny. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's that. great. He's great. Uh, I've been yeah, I've been aware of its its weaknesses uh, as I've grown older. Uh, but it's a great popcorn block. Like everything that makes Will Smith Will Smith, 
is is in that movie. Yep. Uh, and then Hitch. Uh, oh. <clears throat> legitimately one of, if not my favorite romantic comedy ever. I it's got it's got to take it's got to take it's the cake. It's so for me. good. About time. It's like. Though. Well, I mean... It's very different. It's very different. Yeah. I mean, like, About Time is a romantic comedy, but it's more of a romance than it is a comedy. Yeah. And Hitch is very funny. It is. Like, very, very funny. And the cast is fantastic. And uh, that that movie, I think, is just, like, it's basically perfect, like, as a romantic comedy. Yeah, it's... it's so, so uh, for being what it wants to be, yeah. it, it is it bees that perfectly. Oh, man. It's so great. It's really good. Um, and Ava then Mendez. he just keeps oh. it going with Pursuit of Happiness. I love Pursuit of Happiness. Oh. Anybody who doesn't like Pursuit of Happiness has a dead soul. Seriously. There's uh, just the end of that movie. Spoilers for that movie. Uh, just like the literally the very end when he gets the job and he goes out to the street and he's crying and he's clapping and just the music swells. I'm done every time. I've seen that movie countless times. Well, we talked very recently in our episode about Abominable about making bad things happen to your character. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen to your oh, main, to your protagonist? Yeah. And like seeing that happen over and over again and watching. I mean, the reason that that movie is so satisfying is because you watch him like weeping in a freaking train station bathroom with his. Yeah. small son in his arms like while someone bangs on the door because he doesn't have anywhere to sleep and, oh, like, it's so it is heartbreaking. devastating and so to get from there to Jaden Smith this is at his best <laughs> yeah to get from there to the end of that movie like that's it is so satisfying because you see how hard it was to get there yeah. anyway love yeah, love that movie uh then follows it up with an, in the next year with I am legend yeah which uh interesting movie very successful. Uh, I think it was big. I think it was really. I think it was oh, really. Yeah. It was like a big, big success. Yeah, absolutely. Wise. The movie was critically. Gigantic. Critically, it it struggled a little bit because people had read the book. Yeah, it was different. They changed a was, lot of pretty. It was not even. Things. It wasn't even like. Oh, we changed some things. It was like this is this is a different story. It's a very different story. It made six hundred million dollars. <clears throat> okay, yeah. So it was successful. Um, uh, but it did not. It was not a. It was not an adapt. It wasn't an adaptation so much as it was like a movie inspired by the book to sort of yeah. like a couple of images from the book inspired the movie. I watched the movie before I read the book. Really liked the movie a lot. Uh, I thought the creature effects were left something to be desired a little mm. bit. Mm. Um, I thought it, but but it, but that movie was so incredibly strong when it wasn't uh, zombies chasing him. Like it was so incredibly strong when it was just him and his dog. Yeah, him him asking the mannequins. To oh my talk gosh, ba- oh, so oh, good. Yeah. There was so much about that movie was so incredibly good. Yeah. All right, let's. This is uh, and then we have Hancock and then Seven Pounds and then um, okay. Seven Pounds actually might mark the moment of decline. Uh, that's that's what I want to talk about. So there, so Will Smith has this really kind of fascinating. Uh, path that he has taken because there are a few people you know there's the there's the movie stars of old the hum- Humphrey Bogarts and the the Jimmy Stewarts of old uh, and then in you know in modern day it's Will Smith Tom Cruise and maybe one or two others that have hit the peak that Will Smith has hit yeah um, I was gonna say yeah if you're listing off like the Stars that have become as big as Will Smith. It's like, you've got Tom Cruise, and that might be it. That might be it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, as far as just, like, big summer blockbuster, huge money-making machine. um, I mean, if you go back to the 80s, you've got people like Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone and some of these, like, big... And, like, Bruce Willis uh, was pretty big in his time for a while. yeah. Um, if you like say post two thousand, post two thousands though, no, you've got yeah, like you got two. those two, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, like Tom Tom Cruise has made some some uh, bad decisions uh, in movies that he has made, and he's then he can... he's had he's had some pretty bad luck publicity wise too. Yeah, um, yeah, that's and... true. But but he's gone up and down, and then Will Smith publicity wise. Golden boy. Yeah, nobody nobody doesn't right? like Will Smith. Yeah, like he's <laughs> he's uh, faithfully married to to Jada. Like loves his kids. Uh, his kids have had meh reception sometimes, but like 
on, terms of on, their their movies, but like well, and well, and oh, like like, the, like they just like J like <clears throat> Jaden is is kind of comes across douchey, I think. Sure, sure. Um, which you're the kid of Will Smith, you know? It's hard. Like, yeah, it's, it's, hard. it's an it's uphill hard. battle. Hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, but he just loves them unconditionally. He supports them. He just, and, and, uh, it's so he, and like everything, everything that he says in the public eye is always like, just, just so great. I don't know what happened in his career. I don't know manager the manager changed who his agent is i have no idea what the backstory is but there is a very obvious height and then there's a very significant valley that follows so we talked about the good and then in 2008 hancock was only okayly like it was yeah it was moderately it was, received. it was moderately received and then seven pounds even less so oh man this is interesting because the first half of it, Hancock was sort of universally praised, and the second half of Hancock was sort of universally criticized. So it's almost like in the middle, middle of, of Hancock. The movie, <laughs> it wasn't even from it one movie down. to the next. It was literally Hancock in the middle of Hancock is the turning point. Uh, yeah, and then uh, and then you have Seven Pounds, then you have Men in Black 3, mm-hmm. then you have After Earth, and then you have... Uh, Men in Black 3, by the way, better than Men in Black 2. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, and then you have and after Earth, very universally panned. D- definitely, I don't think it was as bad as people said, but that's fine. And then you have whew, one of the worst movies I have ever seen in my life. He's not the star, uh, luckily, which tells you something. Yeah, Winter's Tale. Oh wait, did, no, I didn't. Did you see Winter's no. Tale? No. Winter's Tale uh, is is Colin Farrell uh, as the star, and uh, and Will Smith essentially plays Satan. Oh, he's, okay. he's titled as Judge, but it's basically the devil. And that movie is so bad. It's really bad. Okay. Uh, then you have a little spike up. I enjoyed Focus with Margot Robbie. I never saw it. It's a, it's a little a little bit of a spike. And then Concussion. And he gets nominated. Maybe. And then Suicide Squad. And then Collateral Beauty. And then Bright. And then Aladdin. And here we are. Here we are. All right. So... There's a very, very, very obvious downward turn, and I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's it's really, <clears throat> it's 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 really hard to say. I think <clears throat> it may be a simple. What, what year was Hancock? Uh, two thousand eight. Two thousand two thousand eight is an interesting year because that's also the year that D- the Dark Knight came out. Uh, and and Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. So. I think there's a pretty good case to be made that it's not necessarily Will Smith or his team that uh, failed here. I think it may have just been a cultural shift because the kinds of movies that were popular in the early and mid-2000s are not the same kinds of movies as the movies that were popular post-2008. Interesting. Okay. It is very fascinating to me that Hancock came out the same year as The Dark Knight and uh, Iron Man. It's very fascinating because... Those two movies then sort of set the bar or the, the the tone for what blockbusters would be for the next decade. That's true. And potentially more. And potentially more. And so far, Will Smith has not found a way or some something has not fit Will Smith into that paradigm. Like he hasn't been part of he hasn't been a big comic book superhero. In fact, it's possible that after Hancock, he said, "I'm done with the comic book thing. I don't want to be a. Su- I don't want to do the superhero thing because that wasn't super successful." But that was the only thing that was making stars. If you think about it, who were all the biggest stars since 2008? Yeah. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Like you can name them. They're all in the, all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Ben Affleck, right? Like. Um, Jason Momoa, like who? Who are you putting in the? Oh, what's his face from? Uh, who's Superman? Uh, help me H- out. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Um, the big big stars are coming out of freaking superhero movies. Yeah. And so, where was Will Smith during all that? Where where, where was the casting for Will Smith? And uh, it's uh, who knows? 
Either he wasn't getting calls or he wasn't taking calls. I, it might have been that he wasn't taking calls. I think because, it's likely because yeah. after Hancock, why would he? Well, it, there there was a four-year gap uh, between Hancock and Men in Black 3. Yeah. Which before this, right, it was it was Hitch. So it was iRobot and Shark Tale, by the way, uh, in 2004. Hitch in 2005. Pursuit of Happiness, 2006. I Am Legend, 2007. Hancock and Seven Pounds in 2008. Every single year he's coming out with a movie. Uh, and then from 2008, you jump to 2012 with Men in Black 3. It's per, it's got to be something happened and I think <clears throat> I think Hancock and 7 pounds and this is all so conjecture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know nothing. Yeah. We're just we're just hypothesizing here. I think something happened with Hancock and 7 pounds. I think that his experience with Hancock m- may not have been totally positive because of the sort of mixed reception. Um and he may have decided he was kind of burnt out with the giant blockbuster sort of popcorny type movie. Uh, and, I mean, it's evidence that he was kind of wanting to move on to different things with the movie Seven Pounds, which I saw most of. I think I saw the whole thing way back when. I, I actually enjoyed it. I think it's okay. Not a lot of people did. But. I think it's okay. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's fairly pretentious. And I think that people, I, I, I think that people were reasonable not to sort of fall in love with it um but it it clearly shows a desire on will smith's part to go for the sort of i would say we would say like higher brow more serious sort of oscar Beatty type movies yeah um you know because also of note uh has he won an oscar no he's been nominated uh i was he nominated for pursuit of happiness I don't know, actually. I think um, he might have been. He, he's been he's been nominated. But he's been nominated once or twice, but he hasn't won yet. Um, there's if you're an actor in Hollywood and you're the biggest actor in the world, he's been nominated three times. And you've been no. nominated three times. Uh, you're gonna get to a point where that may be the thing you care most about. Yeah. And this is not to his discredit. Like this is gonna happen to anybody. What industry do you work in? What's the highest acclaim you can earn in that industry? Yeah. If you've earned all the other acclaims except for that acclaim, are you going to care about yeah. that thing? Of course you are. Yeah. Of course you are. An actor or an actress cannot continue working at the height of their career without starting to care deeply about getting an Emmy or getting an Oscar because that's the thing, you know? So if you've achieved everything else, and he had, he has, then there's going to be a point at which he probably gets a little worn out. I mean, certainly doesn't need to be making more money. It's like, oh, uh, sure, I'll take another $10 million. Like, you know, I mean, he's like probably one of the wealthiest actors in the world. Like, this isn't a question of money or success or fame anymore. Will Smith is still a household name. He always will be. He's achieved permanent fame and permanent wealth. So what's next? He's got to get, he's got to get the, I think he probably, once again, so conjecture. He probably craves that last sort of like feather, right? Get the 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 deep critical acclaim that proves that you really are the best in the world. I mean, he 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 did it with rapping, right? He got a Grammy. Yeah, he got a Grammy. So and then he quit. And, yeah, <laughs> and, then he, and then he quit. Um. So so I think you know. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, this is something interesting to also to say about about goals. You know, um, I don't know if you and I have talked about goals before. It seems like we have. I'm having maybe it was on a nerd critic nonsense, maybe. where so. This thing happened to me one time where I set a I set a fitness goal that was fairly ambitious and I worked at it really hard for like 3 or 4 months and then I achieved the goal and then I stopped exercising for a long time and I have not gotten back to exercising regularly since and that was like 2 years ago and I think that goal setting is really important and really cool except for if when you reach the goal you kind of just give up. Like you don't, you're like, well, I got it. So what do I need to do? Yeah. And I think that maybe. I mean, it, if you just look at uh, the evidence of his career, that's what it looks like. It looks like I achieved all of the, 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 I achieved the biggest star in the world status. I did all of the biggest star in the world movies. So I'm done. I don't need to do those anymore. So what is where does his focus turn? It turns to Oscar bait, and it turns to movies with his kids. Yeah, After Earth. After Earth, Pursuit uh, of Happiness. To give you an idea of how how large he was, uh, Will Smith became the first actor uh, to ever. So he starred in eight films 
in a row that grossed over $100 million. Yeah. Yep. So you are the first actor ever to do that. I maybe only. Um maybe Robert Downey Jr. now. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say the Marvel not people. A, but that's not a yeah, but that's not a Downey Jr. feat. That's a That's Marvel a Marvel feat. feat. Yeah. yeah. That's an IP thing, not yeah. an actor thing. Uh yeah, I mean I, I I could I could see that like I again I've no I've no idea. I mean he has a bunch of movies in production right now. He has uh, they're doing a second Bright movie which was uh which was a movie on Netflix. Yeah. Um, fairly critically panned as well. It I was seen not it. good. Mm. Um, and I was really excited about it because it was, it was written by a comic book writer actually. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it Wait. was, it was bad, <laughs> it, it, but it, it was also written by a comic <laughs> book writer, a very young, uh, actually kind of a bad person, comic book writer. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. And then, uh, he has, they're doing, uh, bad boys Four. And Bad Boys 5. Yeah, 4 and 5. It's Bad Boys 4 and then Bad Boys for Life, which feels like 4 for 5. 4 is already in there. I feel like you, you missed something. Fife. A movie called uh, The Council, which I know nothing about, uh, and then Spies in Disguise, uh, which is the animated one where he plays a spy turned into a pigeon. So yeah, I, I don't I don't know what happened. I I'm interested because uh, if you've seen, so I, I kind of want to talk about the attributes of Will Smith that make him a movie star. So let's one is the the goals, right? If he if that if that story is true, where he sat down uh, with his agent and they're like, hey, what? made a map, made a map of superstardom, like okay, movies are these things, and he's and and he's made some missteps, right? He didn't star in in the Matrix. Uh, he could have he uh, was originally, I think, attached to Mr. and Mrs. Smith mm. uh, with uh, Will Smith and Catherine uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh man. That would have been cool. Yeah, uh, and so the and sorry, but then that he decided been way not to do a more it. fun movie than Brad Pitt and Angelina sure. Jolie. Sure, but I mean that. But Brad, but I want to see Mr. Mrs. Movie. Smith was was a huge success. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was fine. Um, <laughs> but so he's made some missteps. But like he is somebody that uh, that can he, he goes after his goal and he goes obviously hard. I mean the guy's accomplished so much. Yeah. Second thing is um, he got Fresh Prince of Bel Air. The the Fresh Prince. He was nicknamed. The prince growing up because uh, he because of his charm he was just he was like royalty everyone loved him he got he was very much a class clown apparently but it was his charm that got him so it's this charm that he has where if you've seen Suicide Suicide Squad uh, it is a it, it's uncomprehendable the it just the the plot is just it it's just so bad uh, but was there you, was it you who told me sorry just to. Since we're on the subject of Will Smith movies, please don't lose your train of thought. But okay. I will, I will forget this. Was it you who told me that that the trailer for Suicide Squad was so successful that the studio decided to hire the company that, that cut the trailer together. Yeah. To, to cut the movie together? I, yeah, I that that is what I heard. I have not, uh, I have not done any fact checking. That would be one heard. of the most fantastically terrible things. <laughs> well, editing was probably like you couldn't follow the plot because the editing was so bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, continue. But yeah, so uh, if you've seen Suicide Squad, there are two shining lights, and uh, well, there's kind of two and a half. Um, and that is Viola Davis, who plays Amanda Waller, uh, who's always great. Yeah. Uh, but then the charm of Margot Robbie, who plays Harley Quinn, which is why they're making another movie with Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie in it. Birds of Prey. Uh, which Birds of Prey. also highlight of seeing Joker. Birds of Prey preview. Yeah. So yeah. cool. I mean, I don't <laughs> know excited. if it's going to be good, but the preview is <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. I'm excited for Birds of Prey. Uh, and then uh, uh, and then Will Smith also as Deadshot in that movie. Just his charm, again, no matter what he says, he always says it the right way. Uh, and so uh, then he uh, – there's a story about him because uh, if you've seen After Earth, it is Will Smith with his son Jada – or Jaden uh, where um, – it's very much a Jaden Smith movie where uh, Will Smith, they, they like crash land on this, on I think on Earth, uh, if I remember right. Yeah, it's Earth, but it's in the future and it's become kind of uh, hostile territory. Uh, and Will Smith gets hurt. And so he's kind of the man in the chair mm-hmm. looking at all the gadgets while Jaden goes and accomplishes whatever the task is. And there is a story <laughs> of Will Smith 
teaching like very specifically Jaden how to run like a movie star. He's like, he says, because no movie star, if you've noticed, he's noticed a pattern that movie stars always run very specifically. They look good when they do it. They look attractive. They look intentional. So he sat down and taught his kid how to run like a movie star, right? So the the attention to detail of like what a movie star is, he's attractive, he's charming, uh, he and he just obviously is so methodical about his career, or at least was about his career and what made a movie star. He was uh, he was always in good shape, uh, and and his acting he obviously takes very seriously. And it's just one of the reasons I respect him so much is like he's so obviously into it, like in, into success for himself, or was into success for himself, and now he's just doing everything that he can to support his kids to work for it and do the same things with uh, Jaden doing karate kid and after earth and pursuit of happiness and working with his kid to be able to become this thing that he has learned to become and passing it on. I just love the guy, (laughs) everything he stands for. I just freaking love it. And he is famous for his rap music being clean. Uh, There's, he has a whole song on his last album about, uh, like I'm not going to rap. You can. It's the Uncle Tom song. You can call me Uncle Tom all day long. I'm not going to rap about the things that you guys are rapping about. Um, because that doesn't rhyme, CJ. I, <laughs> that's not word for word. <laughs> uh, but I just I I uh, I respect what he values. I value what he values, and uh, uh, that's my giant man crush. I love it. Uh, and it's Monday when this movie when this uh, when this episode's released. So it's, that's my man crush Monday. Man crush Monday. Yeah, I like it. Um, I I want to. I think it's really important, um, and I'm I'm actually happy to kind of conclude here, but. Um, with because I, I I share all your sentiments. I think Will Smith is basically a national treasure. Frankly, I think he's like if there's if there's like a like a like a personality that America has exported that I'm most <laughs> proud of. It's freaking yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. Like, thank goodness for America because of Will Smith. You yeah, know? like that's I love that he exists, and I think he's very he's a quintessentially American product. Like you. Will Smith could not have come from anywhere else, yeah. you know? Like, that is – he is ours. And it's, I just – anyway, I love that. He's Philly through and through. Oh, my gosh. And um, and I think that, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that his career seems to have taken that turn. But, man, like, it's funny because before we started recording, it it didn't occur to me, the, the, the connection with 2008 and his movies and the sort of that, that clear kind of divide – and it, and and as I've been thinking about it since we started talking about that, um, I think it's fairly safe to say that Will Smith and his team didn't do anything wrong. The industry just changed, hmm. and that was the that was more than any other year. That was probably the year if there was a, if there was a year where there was a, a turning point, then it would have been two thousand eight. And I think that you could you could and should make the argument that it happened over several years. But if there was a year that was more pivotal than any of the other years, it was 2008, when the change from star-driven movies to IP-driven movies happened. Ooh, yeah. And so Will Smith was the king of the star-driven movie world. But he cannot be king of the... IP-driven movie world because no actor can be king of that world. Only IP can be king of that world. You know what movie he did after 2008? Mm. We just talked about it, but uh, Men in Black 3. Yeah. IP-driven. Yeah, he goes back to IP. Yeah. Um, it's it's like him, you know, he and his uh, his his representation, is that his manager, his agent are probably, at this point, and the reason there's going to be more Bad Boys movies, they're kind of chasing IP. Because yeah. that's the game. Yeah. That's the game. There is no more star-powered. If there was, then Ad Astra would have blown out the the weekend. Yeah, but it no didn't. question. It didn't. It didn't even beat freaking. It didn't beat Down Abbey, which is IP, because it was IP. Yeah. Anyway, that's a that's a really good point. Uh, that's actually uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna think about that for a long time because I think that that's uh for better or worse i think that that is very true and i ho- but i do hope that it doesn't always stay that way i mean earlier in this episode i was saying 
you know, when, when we're talking about 2008 for the first time, and I was saying, well, you know, maybe he, he, you know, he just craves that kind of that. I don't think that's. I maybe I'm sure there's part of him that really wants an Oscar. Of course there is. Like, yeah. how could you? Could, you, could, you wouldn't be alive if he didn't want an Oscar. But I don't think that that's driven his decisions as much as like the reality that the industry just changed. And and I I also have I've heard him speak and whether he's speaking his true feelings or not I don't know but I've heard I've heard him speak about the roles that he chooses and it does seem very specific about uh, to the to the character and like uh, the, what he gets to explore personally yeah. within that character. Yeah. Uh, it's less about staying the biggest star in the world and yeah. more about yeah like be, he being a gratified like yeah. gratifying his acting sensibilities. Yeah, like he he sat down with Quentin Tarantino. Tino potentially going to take uh, the Django Unchained role as Django um, and to talk about what that character represented uh, and then eventually decided that it wasn't something that he wanted to represent, thus he passed on it. So I think that he is very intentional about uh, what the char- who the characters are that he is playing uh, and what he wants to explore within that character, and that probably leads him as he matures more, probably leads him to movies that seem to ad- to attract Oscar attention. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? We don't know. Well, I mean, I've been lying. I, I do know. <laughs> you know Big Willie personally. No, no. I just know. Ev- <laughs> I just, I just sort of passively know everything. So yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't if you have... haven't proven that already, uh, it's in this it seems moment clear. that people know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It seems like it's. It seems like self evident, but. Uh, well, I'm excited. I will always uh, go see a Will Smith movie, and I'm gonna go watch uh, Ali because I why, why wouldn't I? Need Me too. To, I need to be able to say I've seen every Will Smith <clears throat> movie. So there we go. Me too. That's the goal. Me too. I um. I I kind of want to go binge watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air now. Oh too. man, oh so good. Is there anything else to talk about? I think that's it. Yeah, we talked about all of the things. We talked about all the things. There's no possible way we can continue to talk about Will Smith. <laughs> um, we've covered the breadth and depth of his career in every detail. His wife was in Matrix. Was she? Yeah. The first one? I think it is the first one, yeah. She's part of the the people that live in Zion. She's, she has her own fleet. Then not the first one. I think it's the first one. You don't, I don't think you see Zion in the first one. You totally see Zion in the first no, one. No, I don't think so. Uh, I saw it pretty recently. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, I could be you're, wrong. You're probably right. I could be wrong, but we should stop talking about this <laughs> and end the episode. <laughs> so uh, remember, everybody, to thank Michael Von Miller before you <laughs> conclude a Nerd Critic episode. Thank you, Michael Von Miller, for the music. Um, and thank you, CJ, for your Will Smith love. Uh, it's like a bright, shining light. Woot. And uh, and reignites my bright, shining love for Will Smith. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah we're, I feel, feel really just, great. Just, just finish it. You know, you're going to try and pass it over to me. You don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to. Just go ahead and finish it. Uh, you know, I, uh, I'm just really tired, and I kind of like lost track of what I was doing. <laughs> you're, you're closing the episode. I'm closing the episode. <laughs> so that means that all of you guys need to remember to love movies like a nerd and respect them like a critic. And cut.